All right, guys, so I'm here to talk about the MGK and Eminem beef. I'm sure I'm not the first person to make this podcast. I'm sure there are probably 100 podcasts just like this one, probably thousands, probably tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands. But anyways, I'm going to break down this whole beef. Um, I'm going to break it down from my perspective, what I think, and um, I'm going to be as fair as I can. I'm going to be as least biased as possible. Um, Let me first off, let me just talk about the history of these two rappers as uh, generally as I possibly can. Um, First of all, Eminem was one of the greatest uh, lyricists of all time. Um, He was one of the first main white rappers to really emerge on the scene of hip-hop, which was huge. I mean, there were MCs before him that were white. Don't get me wrong. There's Vanilla Ice. There was... um, couple other people uh you know there's kid rock um you know there was you know a couple of names but eminem was really the main one to really make it in mainstream hip-hop you know really break the ice um you know you know white guy coming from a trailer park in uh, detroit um you know walking the famous eight mile road i guess to you know you know hang out with people in the impoverished black section of um detroit as opposed to the impoverished white section of Detroit where Eminem was from. You know, he had a rough life, you know, rough family, things like that. Um, you know, alcohol, abuse, domestic violence, you know, not a steady income in his family, things like that. He really, you know, he lived a rough life. He made it out of a situation by um, being a rapper and really just being gutsy. You know, he, he was winning a lot of freestyle battles, you know, being one of the only white guys in a very predominantly black culture of hip-hop, you know, going to these hip-hop shows, being the only white guy, I'm sure that was not easy. Uh, He had to deal with a lot of racism. He had to deal with a lot of, um, you know, people telling him, you know, you don't belong here. He had to really show himself and, you know, prove himself as, not only as a white rapper, but just, you know, it's already hard enough to be a rapper, but, you know, with the race thing going on back then, it was just probably a lot harder. And he, you know, he made his way through hip-hop. And um, he was a great lyricist. Um, There's, you know, there's a couple of things... I don't like about Eminem personally, but before I even get into that, I'm just going to give him his credit where it's due. He's one of the greatest lyricists of all time, and that's come from somebody that doesn't even really like his music. I never really liked his music, to be honest with you, but I'll still give him that credit. He's one of the greatest lyricists of all time. Um, you know, he paved the way for a lot of white rappers, and um, he really shook up the scene of hip-hop, so I'll give him credit where it's due. Um, he's got Grammys. He's got Oscar award-winning awards and things like that, you know, for 8 Mile and the movie and everything, and his music, you know, speaks for itself. Now, that being said, I will tell you what I do not like about Eminem. What I do not like about Eminem is that he is a gimmick rapper, meaning that, you know, for him to make his career, you know, make it, making it in his career as successful as he is today, he had to do a lot of gimmicks. He had to, um, he had to say a lot of outlandish, crazy shit. To be accepted in hip hop, he had to say crazy shit. He had to, you know, in a lot of his videos, he would cross dress, he'd dress like a woman, he'd wear makeup, he'd wear wigs, he'd do very bizarre things. Not that there's anything wrong with that, I don't have any problem with homosexuality or anything like that. But when it's coming from a guy who's straight and, you know, is doing something like that for shock value, I'm not a big fan of that. I think it's rather weird. Um, and he just, that's one of the things I thought was kind of bizarre about him. You know, the lyrics to his music. He said a lot of very bizarre, weird shit. He talked about, you know, cutting bodies into pieces. Just, you know, very weird, sick shit in his music. 
and um, that's that's why he, you know, that's what made him, you know, big in hip hop. He had to have a gimmick. He had to, you know, he had to do something that was different from everybody else to kind of get accepted. He had to talk about a lot of weird shit, and um, that's one of the reasons why I didn't like him. I don't like the gimmicks. You know, I'd rather him just be himself. Because if you listen to his earlier interviews, he contradict himself a lot. You know, he um, a lot of a lot of politicians, a lot of people wanted to ban him because they thought that his music was you know too violent or sending a wrong message to kids and things like that. Personally, I don't I don't agree with that. I think that people should have freedom of speech. People should be able to say whatever they want. So I, I support him for having his right to say whatever he wants. But then he would kind of turn around in the interviews and say, "Oh well, you know, I'm not actually going out doing these things." And it's like, well. You know, you're making music that's really sick and vulgar. You know, you should have a better response to that. And, you know, when people are accusing you of these things and, you know, criticizing your music. So that's the reason I didn't like him. He's a gimmick rapper. Um, uh, I, this is another thing I forgot to give him credit for. He actually had a lot of real beef in hip-hop. And that's one thing that I think some people definitely overlook. He had some very real beef in hip-hop with uh, Ja Rule. Um some of the other people from the Source magazine, I think they're called the Benzinos, or something like that. I can't, I can't remember his name, but I think it was something like that. And um, basically, they they blackballed Eminem. There was a, a, a magazine called um, the Source, very popular hip hop magazine, and um, they hated um, Eminem and they were beefing with Fifty Cent. So they basically uh, used their magazine platform to trash Eminem, make Eminem look like a horrible person. And, um, you know, and it, it ruined the magazine's reputation because it was so biased and it was so unprofessional for a hip-hop magazine. And, um, you know, those are real situations Eminem had beef with. I mean, th that could have turned violent. This was a time in hip-hop where things were a lot worse, in my opinion. A lot, There's a lot more violence. That situation could have ended a lot worse. I mean, Ja Rule could have ended up shooting at him. Um, the Benz, I, I don't really remember his name. I should know his name. It's embarrassing that I'm making a podcast and I don't know his name. I'm just going to say Benzino. I, I don't, that's not his name, but I, I can't remember his name. A guy from the Source magazine that he had beef with. And, um, you know, that guy definitely uh, could have harmed uh, Eminem. And also Eminem, you know, he established a rap group full of guys from Detroit, you know, like real street guys from Detroit. And they had Eminem's back, and there was definitely some real street beef in there that not you know not everybody knows about that I don't know about. There's definitely a lot of real street shit going on there. Uh, one of the members of you know Eminem's rap group that he established, D12, uh, Proof, he died in a you know in a shootout in Detroit, and um, you know it was, a, it was a shooting over I shouldn't say shootout a shooting. He got shot in a, on a in a bar scene over you know typical hood shit gambling bar scene. You know fight broke out. He got shot. Rest in peace to proof, but um, you know it was a very violent time in hip hop, and Eminem is definitely tough as nails. He was never like a quote unquote gang member. He was never a drug dealer. He never claimed to be a drug dealer or anything like that. So I'll give him credit for that. And he doesn't even call himself a gangster. He doesn't even you know because you know he he never really wanted that title. But he definitely was a tough guy. He's not a pussy. Uh, he's in you know like a lot of real street situations in hip hop, and I'll give him credit for that. And he stood his ground, and he could have very well been dead today if the cards played out differently. So I'll give him credit for that. But going back to the reasons why I don't like him, he's a gimmick rapper. He rapped about some really bizarre, weird shit. And um, honestly, you know, this is just my opinion. I don't like his voice. I think his voice sounds really weird. Uh, there's like a famous comedian. He did a skit where he was mimicking his, uh, I think it was his 2012 Cypher at the BET Hip Hop Awards. And um, this this guy, this comedian just kind of mimicked him and his voice just sounded exactly like Eminem's and 
I just thought his voice was just very annoying. And um, that's one reason why I didn't like him. It's not a great reason to dislike somebody's music, but there are, there's a lot of people that feel the same. He's, I think he's kind of one of those rappers, you either love him or you hate him. So for me, I, I kind of always disliked him. You know, that's so long story short, I thought his voice was weird. I didn't like the gimmicks. I didn't like all the weird twisted violence, you know. And um, so that being said, that's Eminem. Um, I think that he should have retired maybe 10 years ago. Um, he's making himself look bad, in my opinion, at this point. Uh, one of the uh, commentators, one of the biggest commentators we have out right now is DJ Academics. And um, he was very, um, very straightforward. He was probably one of the most honest hip-hop commentators right now. He's basically, you know, broke down Eminem's last four albums. He was talking about how basically like almost three of his last four albums flopped. Um, they weren't very good. Um, you know, his music didn't really fit in with hip-hop nowadays, like modern-day hip-hop, because, you know, now there's so many different styles and genres in hip-hop. There's, like, you know, it's quote-unquote mumble rap. You know, rappers like Young Thug, Future. Um, not really, I guess Migos a little bit. Like, they kind of mumble, they slur their words. And, um, you know, Eminem's not going to fit in with that category of rap because he's a lyricist. He actually uh, sneak dissed a lot of these mumble rappers, which I also thought was very pussy. He said, oh, you know, I don't like this mumble rap generation. I thought that was very pussy because there's so many mumble rappers out there that it was a very general statement. And he wasn't being specific about who he was, who he was talking about. If he would have said, hey, I think Future, I think your mumble rap sucks, you know, I would have gave him some credit. But that was a very pussy statement because nobody really knew exactly who he was talking about. He just made a general statement, blanket statement like that. It was very pussy, in my opinion. So I don't give him credit for that. Plus, it makes him look better. He's 45 years old, and he's still rapping. And he's judging this new generation. I think that's very kind of bitter, making him look lame and old. Um, you know, his last three out of four albums essentially flopped. Um, I mean, he should he should be on bigger, better things. Like, if you look at the evolution of Jay-Z, you know, Jay-Z is, is probably a little bit older than Eminem, but... I mean, Jay-Z is the CEO of a company. You know, Eminem should be at that point. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's worth a lot of money. He's helped produce a lot of artists and things like that. He's done a lot of good things with his career at his age, but he should have a little bit more maturity and growth. And that's one of the things that uh, Academics was saying on the show Complex is he should be, they were kind of talking about that, is that he should have a more mature, uh, you know, establishment in hip-hop at 45 years old. He should be, a, you know, be a CEO of something. I'm sure, you know, he's, he's probably a CEO of his own a record company, Shady Records or whatever. I'm not even really sure. I should know this. This is making a podcast, but I'm sure he has a lot of um, a lot of ownership to his music that he produces, but or his artists that he helps, you know, represent and things like that. But he should he should be a little bit more established as a business businessman, in my opinion, especially because his music is flopping so much. And at a certain age, you got to realize, you know, you got to hang up, hang it up, man. Like you're 45 years old, you can't be out here beefing and, you know, being bitter about not being as relevant as hip-hop as you want to be. You know, these new guys are coming in for a reason. It's, it's always been like that. The new generation takes over the old generation. That's just the way it is. People get old, they die, they retire. I mean, it's just, that's just how it goes. And um, he's just got to pay. He's, I mean, he just has to respect that's the way it is. And um, that's just, you know, my opinion about Eminem. And he can't really fit in with a lot of categories of rappers and um that's something i think he failed to realize he needed to figure out like who he could do features with he's the thing is he's so egotistical because he realizes he has such a great reputation in hip-hop 
that he thinks he can just make his own bangers, his own music, and he doesn't need like any great features with artists. But that's what really helps you stay relevant in the culture is, you know, doing features with new artists and things like that. And he had to, he, I think that's where he kind of missed the ball. He should have figured out who he could do features with to make himself relevant and make some good music, you know. Um, you know, he's a, he's a lyricist, um, so he has to kind of get in with some of these lyricist rappers. I think he would have been great on a, fe on a feature with Logic. He would have been great on a feature with um, some of these New York style rappers, you know, these uh, older, old fashioned style New York rappers, I like to call them, you know, maybe like a young M.A. or Davies. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but he needs he needs basically to fit in with a, a lyricist, maybe a Joey Badass, somebody who's really got bars. You know what I mean? It's, it, he can't fit in with these mumble rappers. He would sound terrible with a Gucci man. You know, any any Southern Atlanta hip hop sound, he would sound terrible on a record. Like that's one of the things he actually said in one of his earlier albums. He was talking about the snaps and the claps, and of you know the, he was kind of mocking the southern hip hop style, I guess Atlanta style hip hop rap. So he's not going to fit in with that style of rap. Um, he just got he has to figure out who he could fit in with, and I think that's where he kind of messed up. He should have really maybe maybe did some more songs with you know J Cole or something, or maybe even did a track with Jay Z or something. You know he's got he's got to fit in with these lyricists, these real true lyricists of hip hop and that's the only place he's really going to fit in hip hop he's not a trap rapper he can't sit there and rap about selling drugs nobody's going to take him seriously he was never like a drug dealer or anything like that he can't fit in with the atlanta trap music scene or the chicago trap music scene or any of that shit he's got to fit in with the lyricists and um that's where i think he missed the ball you know he, he did that a lot on his own but um you know i never never under like i said before never underestimate features that's what makes you relevant in hip hop and I think that's where he missed the ball with his last four albums. He didn't do features with the right people. And personally, I just don't like his sound anyways. I hate to sound negative and so biased, but that's just one of the reasons why I dislike him. Now, back to his this whole thing with MGK, Machine Gun Kelly. Um, I'm going to be as fair as I can be here because I'm a, I'm a fan of Machine Gun Kelly. I don't think that he's a great lyricist or anything like that. He's actually a major underdog in rap. Um... You know, he's, I mean, compared to Eminem, this is like, you know, apples and oranges here. Like, we're talking about an elephant and an ant here. You know, Eminem being the elephant, uh, MGK being the ant. You know, MGK had a banger when he first came out with the song Wildwood, Waka Flocka. You know, he signed a bad boy uh, under P. Diddy. You know, he's, he's, he's made his way in hip-hop, but he's not, he's not like a superstar or anything like that. You know, he just kind of, you know, made, cemented himself, but he's not like a you know, top 10 lyricist or legend in hip-hop or anything like that. But, you know, he's cool. And, uh, you know, he what he basically, you know, he was a loudmouth, obnoxious kid, you know. Uh, when he was younger, he made a tweet about Eminem's daughter, uh, Haley. He said something, uh, he said something like, you know, no offense to Eminem, but your daughter's fucking hot or something stupid like that. You know, she was underage at the time. She was 16. I think Machine Gun Kelly's was like maybe 20 or 22. It, it was inappropriate. It was disrespectful. Um, he was absolutely wrong for that. And Eminem has every single reason in the world to be upset about that. Um, but what, what's corny about what Eminem did is that he he dissed him on an album six fucking years later after all this beef has been brewing, after MGK sneak dissed him on these radio shows and stuff, saying, oh, you know, you, you banned me from, you know, Shea 45 in the morning and all this stuff. And um, it, it was it was very corny that he responded six years later. It was just obviously for publicity to get his you know record sales up when he dissed him on that album Kamikaze. Um, it was very corny, 
and you don't if somebody disses you you don't you don't respond six years later that's very lame it makes you look weird and makes you look you know pathetic honestly so i think that was very very corny um and you know mgk had no choice but to defend himself you know what i mean is whether you, um, he's not a very good lyricist you know he's he's you know one of the lower level rappers but hey he's got to defend himself i mean the greatest rap legend just you know dissed him on kamikaze he had to come out and he had to diss him now, as to whether or not MGK actually wrote, you know, the diss song, I have no clue. I have no idea about any of this uh, ghost writing stuff in hip hop. I have no idea who actually writes the songs, who doesn't. At this point, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, it really doesn't matter. On, I mean, it should matter, but it's like there's so much politics involved with that. And uh, nobody really knows for sure who wrote what. So that stuff doesn't even matter. The fans don't really care, to be honest. The fans want to hear good music. We don't care, you know, they're not going to throw a rapper under the bus because they had a ghostwriter. No one really cares about that shit. It's kind of, it's kind of childish. The only people that really care about that are like maybe super hip hop heads or maybe some DJs or the actual artists themselves. But the fans, they don't know. Like they're clueless, including myself. I'm clueless as to who actually has ghostwriters, who does. I hear a lot of speculation, but who knows? There's a lot of speculation that MGK actually had ghostwriters. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't for the diss song, but whatever. I mean, the diss song itself, I think was great. Uh, he touched on a lot of things about Eminem. You know, he uh, referenced this thing about his beard being weird, which is one of the things that um, MGK was... Uh, well, one of the things that Eminem had said in one of his earlier albums, something he was ref referencing, basically saying that, uh, you know, when, my, when I get to a certain age and I have a beard, I'm going to be weird or something. It, it was a very good punchline, a great way to start off the, you know, the freestyle dissing Eminem. And uh, I was really, I, you can tell it got under Eminem's skin because when Eminem responded, that's one of the first things he said was um, he basically mocked him for saying his beard was weird. Um, Eminem, I mean, MGK touched on a lot of good things in that diss song. He said, I'm sick of this sweat suits and the corny outfits. Let's talk about it. Because Eminem basically has been wearing nothing but sweat, you know, sweatpants and Nike hats. Although Nike is very popular now because of Colin Kaepernick. It's you know, sending a huge statement to everybody in the hip-hop community, hip -hop community, but Eminem was doing that way before the Colin Kaepernick guy. He was just wearing Nike hats and sweatpants and shit, and it was just kind of like some 90s look, and it was just wasn't really relevant in today's hip-hop. It just looked kind of whack. So it was just kind of like, what are you doing, man? You're not, you know, he, Eminem's never been somebody that flaunted jewelry or anything like that, but it just looked kind of like, what are you doing? You know, it's, it's kind of not professional. It's not really artistic. It's very basic. So MGK was basically attacking him for the way he dresses, you know, this old guy wearing sweatpants, sweat, you know, these sports hats and, you know, having a beard, a 45-year-old man dissing a young MC and uh, you diss him six years later on the album to make himself relevant. And, you know, they're making, don't get me wrong, they're making a tremendous amount of money off of this, you know, battle they have going on right now. And I think MGK definitely, you know, did very well tearing him to shreds. I think that video is at almost... 80 million views right now on YouTube. He actually shot a music video, which is weird. You don't see a lot of rappers shooting uh, music videos for diss songs. It's usually something you just see an audio track. And it's kind of like basically saying, like, you know, I'm not really putting this much effort into dissing you. It's kind of like sending a, a statement when you just make an audio track instead of a video track. But, you know, M MGK, he took this situation seriously. He realized his career is on the line. Everybody's expecting uh, Eminem to, you know, destroy him with the, with his comeback, which I'll get into in a minute. But um, so he he made a music video, which I think was a great idea. It got the you know a lot of the YouTubers' attention. 
it got him up to 80 million views because honestly would you rather listen to a recording or would you rather see a video of somebody everybody wants to watch a music video as opposed to a recording of just the song or whatever so i think that was a very very smart move um i think he touched on a lot of things he's basically saying that eminem is the bully of the rap game and all this shit and he needs to just you know settle down stop being bitter about you know everything in hip-hop and just just hang it up man you're 45 years old i agree with everything the mgk had to say and um you know that being said eminem responded with a song called kill shot you know it was, it was, it was a good song he touched on a lot of things that uh mgk was saying basically saying look kid you know i don't care that um okay maybe i don't dress as well as you maybe i just wear sweatpants and shit but I'm a way better rapper than you. I'm a fucking lyricist, and I could. He basically said, um, "I, you know, I had to, I had to make you a career to destroy your career because you know MGK was a fucking nobody, and um, you know, he for him to even respond, he had to, he had to, you know, basically put him in the spotlight is what he was saying because nobody gives a shit about MGK compared to Eminem. Um, and honestly, this song was maybe like a, you know, six out of ten. It wasn't like a great response in my opinion, but that's the thing that's kind of lame. About these diehard Eminem fans. This is my opinion, of course. A lot of people are going to disagree with me. Um, I just think that they're just so biased because, like, you know, basically, if you know, if you if you like an artist, your opinion is going to be biased. Just like I like MGK better than Eminem, so my opinion is going to be biased. But these Eminem fans, you know, got on Twitter, got on Facebook. Oh my God, he destroyed, he destroyed MGK, and I, I didn't think he really destroyed him. He didn't really even say anything that personal. He just said. You know, you're, ter- you're not a good MC, basically. I'm a better rapper than you. I'm a better version of you. Same shit that MGK was saying. It wasn't it wasn't all that creative. I think they were, fans were just so happy to see a response. And um, there's so much hype behind Eminem. And um, I just think that it was, I think the people were just being, you know, Eminem fans, basically. I don't think the response was all that great. I think MGK definitely won by a 9 out of 10 people are going to disagree with me because 9 out of 10 people are much bigger Eminem fans than MGK fans. So it's it's whatever. You know, I, I can see from both sides, I guess. Um, so that pretty much covers most of that story, I guess. Let me see if there's anything else I need to touch on on this beef situation. Um, I think that pretty much covers it. We'll see what happens if um, MGK is going to respond or not. Oh, that's the last thing I wanted to touch on. You know, the radio stations, I'm sure there's a lot of politics behind this. The radio stations, a lot of these, you know, radio personalities, Adam 22, uh, you know, the Breakfast Club, Charlemagne the God, um, they're, they're going to, they, they were all siding with Eminem, which I thought was interesting. And who knows, maybe, I mean, they're old school, you know, they're, I mean, they're, they know a lot about hip hop. There's a good chance that they are genuine Eminem fans and they don't like MGK, which is fine. A lot of people don't like MGK, I guess, because he's, you know, he's kind of like a little bit of a one hit wonder. He's not a big name in hip hop, really. But um, one of the things I think was interesting as as the politics behind this, you know, I think the radio stations, you know, they don't benefit anything by saying MGK, you know, bodied Eminem. Um, they, but they, they, I think, I feel like they benefit a lot more from saying, you know, Eminem destroyed MGK because he's been around so long and he knows a lot of the DJs and a lot of the radio stations. I think it would actually be a bad, you know, a bad move as far as relationships and hip hop to, you know, come out and say, oh, you know, Eminem got bodied or something, you know, Eminem, I think has a lot of power in the industry, which is why he got, uh, MGK banned from Shave 105, whatever it's called, Shave 45 in the morning. You know, whether it's true or not, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's true. I don't think that uh, MGK would lie about that. But I think Eminem has a lot of pull in the media. 
and the radio stations. You know, people like 50 Cent were, you know, promoting the, the this, this song on Instagram. You know, Eminem is, is very, very established in hip-hop. He's got a lot of fans. He's got a lot of allies. A lot of people that are very loyal to him. The radio stations, the radio personalities, the artists, you know, a lot of people are going to sell Eminem. Eminem has been out a lot longer than MGK. He's got a lot more diehard fans. He's put out, you know, he's a much bigger name in hip-hop, and I'll admit that. And MGK is kind of a nobody, so it's kind of like he's winning this situation because of his clout, basically. But personally, I still think MGK's diss was better. It was more original. Um, we'll see what happens from here. Um, but I think that the fans themselves are almost just bearing MGK because, you know, the, there's so much more Eminem fans. So it's kind of sad to see MGK in this situation. He's getting buried by Eminem fans, by the media. And um, we'll see what happens, if he can come out with another banger or not. M MGK put a lot more effort into the his diss song than Eminem did, and that's kind of what Eminem was saying in the diss song. He said, we said How, what's, what good is a machine gun if it has no bullets in it? Basically mocking MGK for putting so much effort into a diss song. You know, everybody knows you don't, you don't come out with your best diss song in the first round of a rap beef. You wait till the next round or the third round to really release a better track. You're supposed to get better with each diss song as you go back and forth with the person you're beefing with in hip-hop. So we'll see if MGK responds. If he doesn't, we'll see where it goes from here. Uh, it's definitely helping MGK. MGK doesn't have much to lose. His career wasn't all that great. And um, it's making Eminem relevant, which is another reason why I don't like Eminem. That's pathetic that you're 45 years old. And the only way you can make yourself relevant in hip-hop is a diss, you know, a bunch of artists and hate on the new generation. It's just the same shit that Joe Button is doing, basically. And, um, you know, it's just like it's, it's bitter. It's old. It's lame. And eventually somebody's going to body Eminem. It might, might not be MGK. Eventually somebody's going to come out and really tear him to shreds. But I think it's pathetic on Eminem's part. To stay relevant in hip-hop, you have to beef with these new artists. You have to, you know, be bitter about these quote-unquote mumble rappers. But you're too pussy to actually say what mumble rappers specifically you're talking about because you know that these people are not pussies and they will call you out on your shit. So he just, I think he needs to focus more on the business side. And he's got to figure out his lane man because the music is not doing very well his last you know out of his last four albums three of them flopped pretty much um you know this album kamikaze is doing great numbers um i can't remember which album one of the albums did great numbers but it's just he's not really at the peak of his career anymore he's 45 years old he's not the same eminem that came out with the eight mile album the encore album you know it's not the same d12 eminem so he needs to figure out a lane whether it's business or just being a producer or working with artists, he's got to figure out a lane for himself. He's not, you know, he's looking kind of lame right now. Even if he wins this beef, it's kind of like, what's next for you, Eminem? You have to keep beefing with artists just to stay relevant. You have to beef with these young guys. It's, it's not a good look to me, so it's just making me dislike Eminem even more, to be honest with you. But um, we'll see what happens. I think I gave you guys a very uh, fair, balanced, you know, perspective on this, considering I'm a, I'm a much bigger MGK fan than an Eminem fan. So, um, yeah, that's just my opinion, guys. We'll see what happens here if there's a round two in this rap beef.